Well, hello everyone. Uh, hope you've been out in the bush and honing your tweeting skills or burning skills or whatever you want to call it. But um, hope you've been out there. I know that we've had um, some really sort of bad weather. It's been very windy and been raining quite a bit. I mean, just this weekend now we had 70 millimeters, so we've been having quite a bit of rain. It's hard to go burning during the bad weather if you're basically working during the week. So the burning has been a bit um, of a low point here, but it's always Lovely to get out there again because I know I went on Sunday when we had a bit of um, an opening in the morning and <clears throat> went for a walk through our wonderful Omdoni Forest, me and a couple other friends of mine, just to see um, what migratory birds are, are returning because this is about the time that we start getting all the birds back uh, that actually moved away for a while. So it's been uh, great to be in the bush again and just walking around for a couple of hours, you know, just being in the bush itself, you know, looking at trees and and uh, flowers and those type of things as well so it's great being outdoors and uh, this is one way you can do it go out there take your glasses take your um, bird guide and go and have a little look in your garden even put some seeds out there and see what birds are attracted to your bushes or to your fruit and start marking down your own little list of, of birds that you have in your area well if you've been listening to my podcasts in the last well, two weeks ago, <clears throat> you know that um, last week, uh, the last time I was, <laughs> last week, the last time I spoke about uh, tinker, um, about barbets, I'm now going to talk about tinker birds. Well, as I said, um, these um, tinker birds, they are really are beautiful little birds, a little bit smaller than the, the barbets, as I mentioned uh, in our last talk. Um, but uh, what I am going to do, is, uh, as I said last time, I'm going to talk about the cashew barbet. Um, as well as these tinker barbets, because they're very, very similar the way the way you, they sort of look. Um, if you look at the yellow-fronted, the red-fronted, and the yellow-rumped, which is what I'm going to be talking about now, um, not so much the green tinker birds, but the other ones, the acacia uh, barbet looks almost the same as them, in a way, but slightly bigger. But I'll talk about them right, right now. But for now, um, yeah, before I carry on, as as per the barbets. These birds actually look the same, but just smaller. They have also have these biggish, uh, strong beaks and bristles around their bills, which, um, uh, you know, they've also got their large heads um, compared to their sort of body size, <clears throat> as it were. Sorry, I'm batting with a bit of a... I don't have anything. I just got a slight uh, laryngitis, so I'm batting a bit. So <laughs> please bear with me. So I hope it doesn't come out too bad. You know, I'm going to start with one of my favorites, and that's the um, yellow-rumped tinkerbird. Uh, they, they're quite loud, but they're so small, and they dart around from tree to tree. You can hear them the whole day long sometimes. They've got this call, almost like I'm going to just try this now. Normally, normally four, four beats um, in their call. Sometimes I move it to six, but... A lot of the time you'll hear them in the bush and uh, you'll hear that all the time. And um, you know it's one of these little birds. Um, I do know if you whistle, you do that whistle, they'll come looking for you because they, they're very, they're very t t territorial. Um, and they'll come see, you know, what other um, yellow, well, any, any kind of tinker bird around there, they'll come and try and chase away. Uh, but they're really beautiful little birds. Um, so they've got like this black face with these two 
very bold white stripes on, on, on either side of their face. They've got a really pale throat with a bit of a wash on the, of yellow um, on its belly. But it has this black pack with these like uh, yellow wing panels. But it's got this yellow rump, hence, hence the name, the um, yellow rump uh, tinkerbird. It used to be known as, I think it's the golden, um, golden rump at some stage or something like that. Anyway, I can't remember, I'm getting a bit old. Anyway, so um, uh, they're kind of like, um, uh, they are not kind of like, they, they are monogamous. So the two will sort of pair uh, for life, as it were. And then they'll both um, make their nests. They normally make these little round holes in, in sort of the underside of small dry trees, like branches. And they'll, they'll tend to stay there for, sometimes they use it the second time, but um, not not really. And um, they, we are actually um, very, very fortunate here and we are staying in KwaZulu-Natal because uh, they can only be found on on the coast along here up through Mozambique. Um, they normally hang around in, in any of our indigenous forested areas, uh, especially the more sort of denser and, and, and moister sort of uh, vegetation, they love fruit trees. <clears throat> so they'll always be hanging around where they can get a bit of fruit. Um, as I said, they both will help with um, the excavating of the hole. You know, like the other barbets, they, they do the same with these tinker birds. Uh, and um, the one thing that that's a bit crazy about these things, they, um, they'll they put little sticky mistletoe seeds around the, the entrance of their nest, I guess, to sort of to any birds from standing or, or, or sort of coming nearby, uh, yeah. Uh, that's basically all I think I'm going to say about that one. But, you know, if you take your guidebook and go out there and sort of try and find it, and you listen to that sound, especially if you're down our way, you'll definitely get uh, to see this little bird. <clears throat> especially if you take a walk in the forest, you'll always hear it uh, making a little call. Um, I was going to talk about the, trink uh, the green tinkerbird, but... I don't think we'll find them around the Southern African district because I think they have been sighted once or twice, but I think they're sort of regionally extinct at the moment. So the chances that you might see them is, is very, 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 very low. So I'm not actually going to actually have a little chat about them. Um, but what I am going to do is talk about the one that's very similar to the um, yellow-rumped tinker bird, and that's the uh, yellow-fronted and the uh, red-fronted tinker birds. So what I'll do is, uh, because they they basically look the same, they really, really do in a lot of ways. So I'm basically going to talk, and they do the same type of things. So I'm going to basically talk about these two um, and let you know the differences between the two. So I'll, I'll address these two together. Um, the difference would be that the red-fronted has a red spot on the foreground. It's like a patch of, of, of like a red on the foreground, and the yellow-fronted, has uh, the foreground is, is, is yellow, but uh, there are small um, differences. There, there's a very small percentage of the yellow-fronted that have a that have a red patch, um, as you know, as well as the as the yellow. But uh, but there is a difference between these two. Um, the red-fronted has got very distinctive yellow wing panels, where the um, uh, the uh, yellow-fronted is almost like got white wing panels on the on the back. The um, yellow front is also a lot paler in the front. If you look at it from the front, you'll see the underparts of, of, of are very pale. 
the red front is, is is definitely not a bit darker, especially coming up near the um, uh, closer to the the necks. You'll also see that uh, by the crown of the red fronted, where the yellow front has got like white stripes behind the crown, the uh, red fronted has got yellow sort of. Uh, pale yellow type stripes in there, so there is a difference, but the major thing is they don't stay in the same place They're basically in two different areas where um, uh, You'll find the red front is only found along the, sort of the eastern coast belt of, of Southern Africa from the east coast coming right up through um, um, KwaZulu-Natal and Mozambique up that way uh, and the um, the yellow front is mostly found in the northwestern provinces from about Mpumalanga and you go up northward and then sideways from there. You'll never find them anywhere in the Cape or the West Coast or Free State or even in the KwaZulu-Natal. So <laughs> that I guess would be one of the major differences. I mean uh, if you go and look for them, you know you're in that area, you hear this bird. They've got basically the same type of call. I'm going to play their call for you now on both of them and then uh, you can actually uh, hear what I'm talking about. Uh, the calls are got this sort of continuous, very monotonous pop pop like I was doing earlier. Okay. But the red fronted call is a little bit faster than the white fronted call. So um, let me play the both for you. So the red fronted sounds like this. Okay, that, that's exactly what it sounds like, and it's monotonous, and it goes on and on and on and on, and um, as I said before, that's, that's the red fronted, and the um, yellow fronted is the same as that, but uh, slightly slower, so it's got the same core, but it's um, a little bit slower than that one. They, they, both of them are, are monogamous, and they, they both will feed their young. Uh, Basic with both fruit and insects, but they do prefer fruit. Um, these these males of, of of both these two species are also very protective over their nests. Yeah, that's about all I think I can think. I've, I had something in the back of my mind I wanted to just to add to that, but uh, I think it was more about the nests. You know, the nests are basically the same. Uh, they do mostly the same things as well as the um, uh, yellow rumped tinker bird as well. So there you've got the yellow fronted and the red fronted. And now I'm going to uh, move to the uh, the next one, which is, uh, as I said before, I was going to talk about the acacia barbet, which is slightly bigger. Okay, I think um, what I'll do first, I think I'll start with the sound of this uh, acacia pied barbet. If you can hear it, it's a, it's a lot different. It's also got that same sort of um, gap between the, the singing, but it'll carry on a, a much sort of shrieker sound as you can hear. And that is the acacia barbet. Um, it's nearly endemic to southern Africa as um, its range actually extends uh, right through the whole of, just about the whole of um, southern Africa. Um, 
and it marginally just sort of going into a bit of Angola and Zambia. But it mainly occurs, you must probably find them in kind of like a semi-arid savanna. And uh, they've just recently been sort of colonizing in uh, grasslands and then and, and fainbos. Uh, they also see find them in the orchards now at the moment and suburban gardens. And, and they like to make their nests. They make, also make a, a, a small little um, cavity in a, in a tree, but mostly a soft uh, softwood. They must probably use a, a softwood. And it's normally a chamber which is dug mostly to the sort of underside of um, sort of dead branches. They'll lay about two to four eggs, as will the others as well. Sorry, I, I need to apologize a little bit. I, I started losing my mic a bit then. I was scrambling a bit, so it might have sounded a little bit awkward, but uh, I managed to sort of sort it out as we're talking. Um, the, um, yeah, we were talking, we're actually still talking about the acacia pied uh, uh, bobbit, which is, um, you must really find it in your suburban gardens as well, in those specific areas. Well, I'll give you the areas just now. Uh, but uh, there's been a, a lot of introduction of alien tree species, especially acacia, in a lot of different places, and it kind of you'll find these, these things will mostly uh, uh, feed on, on fruit as well as insects. They also like the yellow nectar and they eat uh, flower petals. Uh, when they do have their two to four eggs, as I said earlier, they incubate them, both of them, uh, well, when I say both of them, both sexes will uh, incubate for about 12 to 18 days and then the chick will stay in the nest for about 35 days and both parents will be out there feeding them with, uh, as I said, with mainly on fruit and the insects. You know, you know, just at the back of my mind, I'm not too sure, I might have said acacia bobbit. It's an, uh, in fact, it's an acacia pied bobbit. Hopefully that's what I've been saying all the way through, but just, you know, we do make mistakes if I did do that, but it's definitely an acacia pied bobbit. And you'll find them mostly, as I said, endemic to Southern Africa, but you won't find them in the Southern areas of KwaZulu-Natal and uh, the sort of Western areas of the Eastern Cape. Um, along that border between the Eastern Cape and and, uh, and KwaZulu Natal, uh, we've never found any in those in those uh, areas. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's the, that's the, that's all the barbets that we have at and uh, tinga birds that uh, that we have in the Southern African district. And as I said, they're really pretty birds, and they they they're quite noisy, and they they all make holes in the nests, and they mainly feed on fruit. And most of them have got this like um, monotonous or, you know, that type of beat, but uh, slightly different sounding um, sort of noise, as it were. And uh, that's about all I have to know because, you know, I find myself waffling a bit now. And that's what happens sometimes. So um, I think I'll just sort of clear it up for this week. And uh, we'll see what we talk about next week. And uh, do me a favor. Um, guys and girls out there, just go out there and, 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 and go enjoy yourself with the birds and see what you can go and find. As I said before, try and start your own list and see what birds you can find out there. But get some, you know, some nice bird guides because there's some really good ones out there um, at the moment, Sassels, and I use Roberts. So there's also some other um, photographic ones as well. But, you know, I prefer those two. For myself, I'm just saying, everyone has their own little you know, ideas of what they want to use when they're out there. And um, okay, until next time, from me, Big Al, happy tweeting and cheers.